Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Good morning, my name's Pastor Mike. Excited to share with you today part one of a new series called the Sunday School Series, where we're reimagining some classic Bible stories, okay, that you would have heard in Sunday School. Or if you didn't go to Sunday School, you've probably heard of. We want to try and move on from a, a Sunday School telling of those stories and dig a little deeper, take the lid off the story and see something deeper, see it from a fresh perspective, reimagine these stories and draw something from them. I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I've read the Bible or a particular story uh, many, many times, I think I already know it. And the goal of this series is to go, hey, there's more than I already know. There's deeper, there's further, we can go further into these stories and see things that perhaps we didn't see when we were in Sunday school. This series is the prequel to September. I'm really excited about September because Dr. John Andrews has prepared a four week course called Grow Into the Book. We're going to run that course through our grow groups. And the idea of that course is it's going to help us to read the Bible the right way. If you've ever thought, I need help with the Bible, this is the course for you. I know it's a big book, but this course is going to teach us some principles about how to get the most from it. It's such a great course. I can't recommend it enough. It begins in September through our grow groups. We'll tell you more about it closer to the time. But this series that we're about to do in August kind of prepares the way. It's a prequel to that course, okay? And uh, we're going to look at four popular Bible stories. I today get to talk about Daniel and the lion's den. Ella just helped me by reading some of this story and next to some real lions, which was pretty cool, wasn't it? So I want to talk to you today about Daniel and the lion's den. I'm going to retell that story. Daniel and the lion's den is in the book of Daniel, believe it or not. And uh, Daniel finds himself in a place called Babylon. Now Babylon was a, the empire that kind of dominated the world at that point. Babylon had overtaken Jerusalem and Israel and scattered all of the people of God across the known world at that time and taken a bunch of the best people back to Babylon to employ in that kingdom and to help it establish and grow it. Daniel was one of those young men taken from his home, taken from Israel, taken from Jerusalem and exiled to Babylon to work there in the government of this kingdom. God had allowed this to happen because the people of Israel, you know, they'd not been very faithful to God. They'd, they'd left God. They hadn't listened to the prophets. And, and God had allowed consequences to really take their, you know, to happen. And so, so Babylon had, had overtaken Israel and really destroyed uh, Jerusalem, destroyed the people there. And uh, people were scattered across the world. So Daniel is in Babylon. That's where we, this story picks up. He's not in his home. He's in a foreign land and he's living there working there and trying to figure out how to follow his God from his true home how to be faithful to that God in a place that isn't in a place that doesn't worship his God in a place that doesn't follow his God in a culture that's actually kind of very very foreign to everything he grew up with a very foreign to God's kingdom and Daniel is figuring out how to be faithful there 
Now, I'm going to spoil the, the whole series slightly now by saying that, you know what, the common theme in every one of these stories is that they all connect to Jesus. Yes, the whole Bible is about Jesus. It's either preparing us for Jesus, presenting Jesus to us, or showing us how we can get involved in the kingdom of Jesus going forward. Okay, the whole but all 66 books are united by this one meta-narrative, this central character, Jesus Christ. Even the book of Daniel that was written several hundred years before Jesus is a picture, a shadow, a preparation for the coming of Jesus. And we're going to see that through this story this morning, if you'll follow me. So Daniel finds himself in Babylon, and, and here's the cool thing about Daniel that we're going to learn. Daniel is being both obedient and subversive all at the same time in a place that's not his own home. Let me explain that. Daniel doesn't fight the system. Daniel just, he gets a job, he throws his best at it, he works hard, he's got a great attitude, he obeys the law, he lives within the society that he's been exiled to. He does what I think the prophet Jeremiah encouraged all exiles to do. In the book of Jeremiah, he says, pray for the peace and prosperity of the city that you're exiled to. And what we find in Daniel is that he's praying three times a day. And I believe he's, he's there in a place that's not his own home. But he's praying for the peace and prosperity of that city. Just as the prophet Jeremiah had encouraged all the exiles to do. He is living obediently. He is, he's working hard. Nobody could bring a charge against him. Nobody could say Daniel is a dodgy character. He's got integrity, responsibility. And that wins him a promotion after promotion. Darius, the king of Babylon, really respects Daniel, really likes Daniel. He recognizes him as somebody who brings his gift, who brings a great attitude, he can be dependable and reliable, and uh, he is obedient as a young man in, to the law of the society that he's living in. But at the same time, Daniel's being subversive. Subversive means Daniel isn't following the culture of Babylon. He is living out the culture of the kingdom of God while he's in Babylon. And by doing that, he's showing the people that he's got influence with that there's another path. There's another way. There's a kingdom that's greater than the kingdom of Babylon. There's a way of living. There's a culture that's freedom. There's a culture that's love. There's a culture that's faithfulness. There's a culture that has integrity. There's a culture that's righteous even though he's living in a foreign place. So he's being obedient, but he's living for a different kingdom. He's obedient to the laws of that society as far as he's able to without compromising his faith. But at the same time, he is praying for its peace and prosperity. He is not getting involved in the, perhaps the things that others are getting involved in. He is living, he's a light bringer. He's living in the light in a place that's dark. Daniel is a wise warrior. He's wise because he's obedient, but he's also wise because of the way in which he's trying to win people to the kingdom that he's from. So he's living in a different place. He's being obedient and he's being subversive. The next thing that happens in the story is that the people around him are jealous of him and the attention that he's getting. He's being promoted and they're not. They want rid of him. 
they don't like the attention that he's getting. So what they do is they conspire to create a trap for Daniel. They say to the king Darius, you should set a rule that for 30 days, nobody can pray to any God except you. Darius, he agrees and he creates this law with the punishment of death attached to it. And then they go and they watch and wait for Daniel, knowing that he will continue to pray to his God. That's one rule he won't obey. And certainly they find Daniel praying to his God as he is accustomed to doing three times a day. And they catch him. They take him to Darius. And Darius has no other opportunity, even though he has great respect for Daniel. He has no other opportunity but to throw him into the lion's den, to punish him by death. So we have a man living in a home that's not his own. We have a man that's being obedient and yet subversive at the same time. But that through his influence and through his success and through the favour that God puts upon him creates this jealousy around him and these people conspire to have him killed. And then Daniel is thrown into the lion's den, a place that represents death, a place you don't come back from. Now, I don't know if as I was explaining this story, you began to pick up on a on what I spoke about earlier, this shadow, this theme of Jesus Christ running through the Bible. You see Jesus, he came from heaven, his true home, and lived among us, a foreign place to him. Jesus lived obediently among us. He didn't come with a sword, he didn't come to fight, he didn't come to conquer, he came and he obeyed the rules. He, he lived within society, he got a job, he paid his taxes. He, the Bible tells us you couldn't bring a charge against him. He was innocent, he was righteous, just like Daniel. Uh, you couldn't blame him for anything. And at the same time as being obedient, Jesus was subversive to the culture of the day. Jesus was living a different culture. He had a different kingdom that he was representing. Jesus' message attracted people because his message was different to the message of the culture at that time. You see, that culture was highly religious and Jesus would expose it for what it was. He would say, look, it's not about what you do on the outside that makes you right with God. It's about the heart. It's about what's on the inside. It's what God's, God's not looking at how many rules you keep, but he's looking at, at the attitude of your heart towards him. Jesus was subversive in the culture. He didn't follow the culture. He stood out from it. Jesus had the wisdom to be obedient and subversive just as Daniel did. And just as people conspired against Daniel to trap him, the people, the religious people of the day conspired against Jesus. Those people also jealous of the attention that Jesus got, they conspired to have him crucified. And as Jesus was crucified innocently, he was crucified on a cross and thrown into a tomb. He found himself in a den, just as Daniel did. Now, the den that Daniel was in represents death. It represents isolation. There was a stone put on top of it. You don't come back from that den. Jesus was placed in a tomb. You, you don't come back from a tomb. And yet, in both stories, we see that God supernaturally kept that place from having any ability to harm either Daniel or Jesus. Just as Daniel emerged from the tomb, from his den, still alive to the glory of God, creating a, a sense in Darius where he could, he had to glorify God as well. So Jesus emerged from the tomb alive to the glory of God. In both cases, the tomb or the den did not have any ability to harm 
either of them. Both stories tell us a story. You see, we live in the United Kingdom, but it's not our true home. As Christians, we are citizens of heaven. We live in a foreign land. We are essentially, we're like exiles here. It's not our home, okay? But we, in this place, are to live obediently. We're, we're, we're not to take up arms. We're not to be anarchists. We're to pray for the peace and prosperity of the place that God has placed us in. We're to live obediently there. We're to throw our best into our workplaces. We're to do our best with the gifts God has given us so that we grow in influence because we're also to live subversively. By subversively, I mean that we're to not follow the culture of this kingdom that we're currently living in, but we're to stand out from it and live for the culture of the kingdom of heaven. We're to tell a different story, a different message. We're to live righteously in an unrighteous place. We can be obedient and subversive in a place that's not our home. But these stories also tell us that ultimately when we die, we do not need to fear the den or the tomb, because God will supernaturally keep death from having any capacity to harm you and I. We will emerge from that moment alive. We will have new life beyond the grave. Here's the story of the Bible. Here's the story of Jesus Christ, the hope of the gospel, that you and I do not need to fear the grave because God saves us from dens and God saves us from tombs. Listen this morning, Jesus Christ can forgive every sin that you have ever committed and, and ever will commit because he loves you and he wants to live with you in his kingdom forever. But we have the free will to choose if we want to be part of that or not. Come before God. Ask God to come and live within you. The Bible tells us that he's knocking on the door of your heart even right now, saying, can I come in? Please say yes. Say yes to Jesus. Come in. Because here's what will happen. Everything you've done, everything you're ashamed of, guilty of, everything you think will keep you from God will be removed. You will come into a relationship, a friendship with God. And at your point of death, you can have a confident hope that death Death's teeth will not get a hold upon you, but you will live. You will emerge from the grave and you will live beyond dying. This was the message of Jesus. The message of Jesus to us, the message of Jesus to Martha in the book of Luke was this, that even though we die, we shall yet live. So in Daniel and the lion's den, of course he's telling us a story that God can protect us from the lions out there, but I think he's telling us about Jesus. I think it's about telling us how Jesus came from heaven and lived among us obediently and subversively, showing us that there's another way and another kingdom, and then dying on a cross for our sins and then being thrown into a tomb and yet overcoming death so that he could be the first and we could follow him through the grave to life ourselves. I think the story of Daniel is telling us that we today can live in our culture obediently and yet subversively. We don't need to follow our culture. We can live for the kingdom of God now, throwing our best at it and growing in influence and bringing light wherever we find ourselves. May Daniel and the lion's den encourage you today to be a light bringer 
in your workplace, in your college, in your school, wherever you find yourself, in your family, be a light bringer. You are not from here, but you are here right now. And one day you'll be home. But while you're here, live obediently, live righteously. Don't run after the culture. Subvert the culture with the culture of the kingdom of God. And have no fear of death. It will not harm you and I in Christ Jesus. We will emerge from that place unharmed, which is the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, may everyone listening to this message today hear the good news that Daniel shows us, that Jesus uh, showed us as well, that death cannot harm those of us who have faith in Jesus Christ. Amen.